Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Reasons to Live Podcast with Laguitos, or you can call me Licks. Either way, they're both great. Man, I don't know about y'all, but it's been a crazy weekend for me. A little too crazy. So many things are happening at once, and I'm loving it. Hope y'all had a good weekend. Feliz Dia del Amor y Amistad. Happy Valentine's Day in Spanish. It actually translates to the day of love and friendship. So for y'all out there tripping on not having a Valentine, go give your best friend a rose and a hug. Of course, shout out to all my Valentines, especially my baby Ray, my service dog. She for sure will ride or die. She takes care of my crazy ass, but I make sure she is well off. You can find all of the past episodes and recent episodes along with your choice of platform to listen from. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor on RTL. Reasons to live.com. You can listen to my beautiful sounding rap and singing form on SoundCloud. The songs on there are the ones that I have put out on the podcast, and I will continue to put more on SoundCloud as I launch them on RTL. You can click on the SoundCloud box on my website or check out soundcloud.com forward slash laguitos. If you would like to donate and support, you can do it on Anchor. It's all appreciated. Don't forget to hit that follow on Instagram at ms.laguitos, spelled M-S.L-A-G-U-I-T-O-S. So today is especially delicious since it's Valentine's Day on relationships and sex. Mm-hmm. I know y'all are excited with your dirty little minds, but are like prior to that, I want to put emphasis that it was not always easy for me to have a casual conversation about what a healthy relationship should look like. Though today's conversation with my amazing guest, Karina Valdivieso, is a fun one, I want to take this time to bring awareness to some topics that people don't like to talk about openly. That's the whole point of Reasons to Live, uncomfortable conversations from experiences to help us grow and be a healthier version of ourselves. The importance to identify healthy relationships versus a toxic one is critical for your mental, physical, and spiritual health. It is difficult to identify anything if you are being manipulated by a narcissist, someone who somehow makes you forget that they have done anything wrong and blames the whole downfall of the relationship on you. I'm not saying you need to be fully healed to move on with someone else. Not at all. I totally believe that you can continue your process of healing while being with someone else, as long as you're truthful with yourself and that other person. The last thing you want is your insecurities to fall on any new individual that comes into your life. It results in toxicity. Remember, any insecurity is only a reflection of yourself. How many times I felt like I was crazy because of someone else's insecurities to finally recognize it was simply their subconscious eating them alive. The truth is always revealed and people who do good shows, the way people talk about you, the way people respond to your name shows so much. If people know your drama and bad news, I'm sorry and I say this with full confidence. All of your positive deeds you may do for a community does not matter. It's all about what's in your heart at the end of the day and you have to be aligned all around. Part of being in a healthy relationship means you are able to recognize any situation and talk about it if needed. Healthy communication doesn't mean comfortable conversations. It means transparency and honesty. You have to love and know yourself a great amount to be able to have that honesty in you. Reality is, we have all had those toxic traits in us. Thing is, we're not perfect. It's about recognizing and being knowledgeable about it and how we react to the toxicity. So I'm just excited to be able to have a casual talk on relationships. You already know, for the gay community, it is so small and someone in your circle has already dated someone that you know. Best believe, but who cares? For a while, I was trapped in something I didn't think I would ever have an out from, nor would I see a positive perspective on relationships. I have gained so many great, positive, healthy people. You are who you surround yourself with. And when you hang out with people that like to do what you like to do, you just might meet the one. 
I mean, I went from being depressed my whole life to severe depression and suicidal in 2019. I thought I wasn't going to make it due to the mental abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse. And I am superlatively happy to feel at ease in all of those areas today. Building healthy relationships built with true foundation, transparency, communication, wisdom, knowledgeable faith, hope, and believing. So if you're out there having any issues with a partner, I strongly suggest that you don't take it lightly. Take action in your life. If it's something worth fighting for, fight for it. Go to therapy. Don't be ashamed of it. If you're being abused in any way, because this goes far in trauma, it doesn't just happen physically. Voice it. I didn't, and I was alone. If you don't want to do either of those things, leave it. God has something better planned for you. If you're scared to say it, I'll say it. I would get beat up. I lifted my hand once. A small slap due to my last toxic relationship that beat me up on the street, dragged me, and kissed me on the forehead. So I wasn't ready. I tried warning the person. So on another note, if you're not ready and you know it, stick to it. Deny your desires. It's fucking hard, but it will save you from further damage. That small slap opened doors to so much abuse. I would go on trips, come back from Jamaica, and have to wear sunglasses at work and lie about how I was because I had a purple eye because my girlfriend at the time decided to black out and take out her insecurities on me but does she remember nah would she get mad that i took pictures for evidence yeah but people like that will never admit that they did wrong and will always make you feel like they are the victim that the reasons that the relationship went sideways is because you cheated or you lied or you didn't love them or you didn't give them enough attention it's called manipulation to a thousand abuse Hallelujah, praise the Lord Jesus. I am not there anymore. I am here. I am queer and I am free. I now have an amazing girlfriend that took work and is freshly new. It feels more of an add-on to my life than a need. She supports me and we have helped each other grow so much and it doesn't stop there. This just in two days ago, but I am proud and confident in what we bring as a unit. So happy Valentine's, my babies. Never lose hope. Love yourself first and love will find you. A quick break from my amazing sponsorships before we dig in. You know me, I rep the City 4 and 5 Mission Liddy all the way. Reasons to Live is proudly being sponsored by Sucker Free City Apparel because the city don't raise no sucker. It's for sure the premium clothing brand that you need. Stay sucker free and grab a hoodie, a t-shirt, some socks, or a beanie. Stay warm in the city. You can find them on their website, SuckerFreeCityApparel.com and on Instagram, SFCA underscore 415. Make sure to hit that follow. Sucker Free City Apparel, your new favorite hoodie. Reasons to Live is excited to be partnered with Thinking is Essential, which is a mentorship and tutoring program from ages K through 12. Services are available in Contra Costa and San Joaquin County and remote for anyone who has access to Wi-Fi and a device for online tutoring. Thinking is Essential specializes in math, but they tutor in all subjects. You can reach out for more information on packages and pricing by emailing thinkingisessential at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget to hit that follow on IG at thinkingisessential. Have you ever had an eyebrow scare or has anyone hurt your punani while getting a Brazilian? Never fear because Skin by Morgana is here to smooth your body and your face into a better day with the best care. Specializing in CBD facials, waxing services, and facial spa. I kid you not, Morgana is a waxing sugaring goddess. Once I knew I trusted her with my beautiful vagina, I had to give her a go on my eyebrows and my eyebrows have never been better. They are becoming thicker and healthier and it's all natural raw. If you have not heard of sugaring, you heard it here first. Sugaring uses only natural ingredients. The preparation is 100% natural, contains water, sugar, and lemon with no chemical fragrance or coloring. It is hyperallergenic, causes no skin irritation. It means less discomfort for you and less trauma to your skin. This sugaring does remove dead skin cells. So as the hair is removed, your skin is also getting exfoliated. It is so natural that sweet tooth people may even eat it. 
She does Vagipeel, peel, hydrofacial dermabrasion, healing ultrasound, LED oxygen therapy, acne facial mask, LED therapy. She's amazing. Book an appointment with her today on her website, skinbymorgana.com, and of course on IG at skinbymorgana. All right, I am thrilled to introduce today's amazing guest with me. Her liveliness is very much high-spirited. When I first met her, she made me feel some sort of warm at-home comfort and that everything is going to be okay. And that's the energy I am trying to vibe with on the daily. The newest addition to Ray's life as her Thea, Ray's my service dog and my life. I can't even believe I haven't mentioned her on this podcast before. She is a registered nurse, more specifically a hospice nurse, a very brilliant, transparent, or in city terms, blunt person, which is why I chose her for this conversation today on sex and relationships. Without further ado, the thrillingly beautiful, remarkable, astonishing, exciting, Karina Valdivieso. Damn, Lakes, thanks for that intro. <laughs> I appreciate it. What do you identify as? Um, well, I identify as a queer Ecuadorian immigrant. I was raised in New York. So I would say I'm a New Yorker, more specifically from Queens. So what, what would you say is the most important thing in a queer relationship? Well, I would say in any relationship, you know, it's, it's not just queer. Communication and transparency, direct communication is super important. You know, I think that healthy relationships are built, right? They don't just happen. In order to nurture that, you have to be able to step out of your comfort zone, sit through the discomfort of that sometimes being honest in a communication in a conversation can be like so I think for me that that's something that I'm still working on and I'm learning but I think that is vital for any relationship to be able to communicate no yeah for sure I think transparency and communication come hand in hand I wasn't always a transparent person myself I unfortunately actually I used to be a cheater and a liar, a compulsive liar, actually, back <laughs> in the day. Now I kind of went from zero to 100, and so now I feel like I'm very honest and I'm very transparent, and I feel like it's helped the new relationships that I am building because of my communication. I think I would lie or not tell people things off of a kind of like a, it was like a coping mechanism. You know, I was protecting myself, quote unquote, and I think a lot of people do that. People need to understand that communication and transparency is where it's at. I started like dating in my 20s. I think that that was, you know, especially depending on what relationship or that I was in, you know, I I would also not necessarily be transparent or honest because I sometimes felt like I it allowed me to almost like manipulate to relationship to whatever right. I wanted it to be, right, you right, know, right. and and I've learned now that's not what a relationship is actually. And so what do you think is the most important thing in a sexual partnership? Do you also think it's communication or what do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think communication is like super important, especially like sexually, you know, I think that we just expect to meet someone, you find them hot, you're attracted and like, event, you know, just automatically the sex is going to be like mind blowing and then you're like, oh wait, no, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so then I like, I think we are responsible for the satisfaction that we feel in, in any relationship and sex is no different than that, right? And so... I found that for me, the most satisfying sexual relationships are the ones that I've been completely like on, like saying, this is what I want. And I mean, to detailed, like, I like it when you flick your tongue. I like it when you pull my hair. I like when you say this to me, you know, like, or I like it in the butt. <laughs> right. Like, whatever, like, again, like, and, and, and that goes on through the relationship. Like, you're like, hey, you know, maybe last week I was into this, but this week I'm into yeah. that or let's try this, you know, like. And I think that most people, if they're, you know, attracted to you, they're also, you know, in committed to it, then mm -hmm. they'll be receptive. And, you know, and I think that's really important. I think that's like maturity is also really important because 
two people that are that you know are, are similar like maturity levels are willing to listen and not take any like whatever you're saying as a criticism but more of like tell me how to exactly yeah like, you know how you love to be pleased tell me how do you feel more pleasure you know and I think that that's super important but it's in the details and, and asking for what you want if yeah. we don't ask for what we want we're not you know yeah I think that also helps it become more healthier of a relationship and for it to like last longer too because yeah. you know I think that's why people kind of go looking for something else because they're not being satisfied you know in the bedroom unfortunately I think that's kind of what happens too something I actually just read not too long ago is that um, very sexual people are actually also very healing people so if you're a very sexually active person that means that you are probably also more likely to be a very healing person so mm-hmm. power so to me as healer yeah. then yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah because if you think about it being sexual like it's very like you're very in tune to you, with yourself yeah. you're in tune with someone else it's very spiritual yeah. you know and you're giving a lot of energy yeah for know? sure I mean and, and I agree with all that in like on a just very chemical level like all orgasms are really healthy releasing mm-hmm. and although I don't believe orgasms are the ultimate goal in every sexual encounter like mm-hmm. you know it's just in general just being in that space is very you releasing all these chemicals in your body like that's healthy and that feels just good at the end of the day it's just pleasure and you're like you know yeah especially for females I feel like for us uh there's different ways of pleasure and and coming and i mean there's like coming there's orgasms there's squirting there's like there's more there's not just one it's like it's multiple you know it's just like it's several it's you know and there's probably some i haven't even figured out yet and it's great to explore all of those yeah you know and finding a partner that like wants to meet you there and it's like let's explore all the ways yes and i think that's (laughs) when it gets really like you're just in there when it's just like you're just open with it you know Um, I know I'm a very open person when it comes down to my to having sex and all that. Like, you're down for that? I'm down for that. You want to try that? Yeah, you want right. to put it in there? Cool, yeah, let's do it. Right. You have to be. I mean, you have to at least have an open mind to it. It doesn't necessarily mean maybe I won't enjoy it. Maybe it's something I won't enjoy, but I have to at least try it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's something my partner um, wants to try, they're curious about, then I'm like, all right, let's be curious about it together. And especially if you're in like a long-term relationship, you got to keep the sex interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? No matter what, through time, you're going to go through like ups and downs, but at least, you know, like, you know that you're, you're still like, you're connected, that you're communicating what you're feeling. What are your thoughts on like polyamory and monogamous relationship? I think... Do you have a preference? Um, I'm like currently... To be shared, share, like, you know? I'm currently in a monogamous relationship and it, it works for us. Um, I think that the ideal relationship is whatever works for you and your partner. I think that most importantly, like there's that compatibility. Like I, I think if a person is poly with a monogamous person, mm-hmm. that's going to eventually be an issue, right? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that whatever works for you and also like, you know, sexuality, like it's very fluid. Like, maybe, yes, you know, there's times in especially a long term relationship where you're like, hey, I remember those years I felt kind of monogamous. Yeah. And after that, I felt kind of open. And I think bringing it back to communication it's that it's like you know having being transparent of where what you're feeling Mm -hmm. um but i you know i especially moving here to the bay area you know as i mentioned before originally from new york um you know when i moved here i was like wow like there's a lot of like polyamory that happens here you know and it encouraged me to like learn more about it i'm like oh you know and and it's I think it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I think who it works for. I'm like, wow, like the ability yeah. to be able to like love and be with multiple people at the same time. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I think that at the end of the day, you, you have to do what works for you. And, yeah. and, you know, you I don't think you should be in a relationship with somebody that, 
you know, whether that's monogamous or polyamorous, that's really not, you know, you shouldn't that, bend no, yourself. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I realize that what I want doesn't exist. You know, I know, yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You know, I, I want to be shared, but I don't want to share. And that's just kind of the, that's, that's the end. Have you ever been in an open relationship? I have. I've, I've actually, I've been in two. Back in like my early 20s, I was dating a man, you know, and I had to be honest with him about my sexuality. Like, you know, I feel connected to you on this level, but there's this part of me that I'm very sexually attracted to women. Is that something that you're willing to even like talk about, like try? You know, and it was like, he was, you know, he was receptive to it. He understood. And so we agreed on an open relationship, but he just didn't want to know about it you know like if he wasn't like i'm not i don't want to have threesomes mm. i don't want you know he's like that's something that you do mm. on your own you know like we had boundaries around it you know like what what we wanted it was more like an agreement an agreement yeah so we had to you know like and it's they're rough conversations to have sometimes because you know there's like ego involved and you know you sometimes you know you feel like like is it inadequate is it you know and it's just it's not comfortable right it's not comfortable it's like yeah it's i can it's very uncomfortable to on both ends you know for me to say hey it's not you it's just this is what i want and it worked for it worked for us for for me and this person because we we were in love and he allowed me to really explore all of me you know right. and see like i'm not gonna deny you it's not my place to and you know, and it worked. But for the time we were together, it, it worked. It wasn't really an issue. So you said that you're in a monogamous... I don't know. <laughs> you so, can't even say the word. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so you said that you're in a monogamous relationship right now. Yes. Uh, how long were you single before that? I was single for six years. Prior to that, I, uh, I was single for quite some time. My last relationship was intense. It was pretty toxic. Let's talk about toxicity. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was uh, with a woman who was just like, you know, um, our relationship was uh, very codependent. Um, a lot of jealousy, a lot of trust issues. She cheated on me. I cheated on her. Like, it was just like we were in a cycle of just like hurt and, and just really fucking each other over. And so when we split, I had so much to process. I had so much. I was, um, I started going to therapy. You know, I committed myself to really like healing from that because I'm like, you know what? I What is the role that I played in this? You know, I can't, it, it would have been very easy to just walk away and be like, you know, that bitch is crazy and say, you know, right. But I had to be accountable for what I role I played in it and so I committed to therapy um like working on like my own relationship with myself um I'm just taking a break I said you know what like a lot of the times I had used like just relationships or other people to just distract me from from the healing I had to do with myself and I think um after that I couldn't I I couldn't run away from myself anymore Mm -hmm. so I had to like face it and you know and I did and I just took some time I it was really really healing for me to just completely like focus on myself you know and and just realize what I my worth you know what I wanted the kind of relationship I wanted to be in and I want I wanted to build with someone and you know it took me about six years to find the person mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know but I waited I didn't want to say and she's hot and she is hot <laughs> <laughs> but six years is a lot six, six years, years is a lot yeah. a lot yeah but I need it you know I, I need it you know and it's like six years I I, I feel like I had to do like my own work and then whoever yeah. I would find the way would align you know and, and yeah. that's that's the case now but I'm guessing you were able to really find yourself understand yourself and love yourself right? yeah absolutely I mean I had to even just like kind of 
really not like who I am, you know, mm-hmm. like whatever, you know, there was a lot of just like self-worth. Being single for a good amount of time is very important after a toxic relationship, in my perspective. Yeah. You know, like getting into a relationship a year after or even six months. I mean, everybody heals differently. Yeah. I, I, I know that there's people who heal faster. I mean, I haven't seen it myself. But I mean, <laughs> people say, you know, but it's different what people say than what people do. You know, when the first person told me that she was single for 10 years, I was like, 10 years? Oh my God, I have to be alone for 10 years? Like, are you serious, you know? Yeah. And, and and then that scared me at first. But now she's in a in a really successful relationship. We don't yeah. even talk anymore. That's how successful it was, <laughs> you know? Uh, but, like, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, though. Yeah. Like, how much that, like, just being with yourself and understanding it. Because you have to go through it. Like, yeah. you have to know how to be alone mm-hmm. and how to really feel that pain. Because I know that for a second, I didn't want to accept that I was feeling it, that I was going through it. You know, and it wasn't until I was like, you know what, no, let me just feel this real quick yeah. so I can finally move on. And now when I think about being single for the next five years, that don't scare me. Right. And it actually sounds pretty enticing, very inviting. Like, am I okay? Like, I kind of, I love my energy. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's also like knowing yourself, right? Like, for me, it took six years. It wasn't just healing from my last relationship. The last relationship just was how, like, all the things before just culminated to this relationship I was in but there was so much healing that needed to happen some generational trauma things I'd been through in my life that I had never really taken the time to to really face and, and heal from and so for me it took six years maybe for somebody to less but I know for me it was that and I you know even just then learning not just it's not like the whole time I'm like in therapy and healing some of it's just then enjoying yourself oh, yeah. like being able like date yourself I would take myself on vacations yeah. and hang out with friends you know and it's just like where I like wholly like learn to really enjoy my own company i had to go to therapy like i took therapy last year and like it definitely helped me kind of learn myself and be like oh right like oh i i I did have a little toxicity in me i didn't know that (laughs) you know like therapy definitely i think therapy is i'm such an advocate for therapy yeah i am too um, I think everybody needs a therapist. Like, everybody. Right. Everybody needs a therapist. I know. I wish it wasn't so, you know, it's unfortunately it's such a luxury, you know. And, and good, unfortunately, good therapy, yes. Yeah, and a, a good therapist is not as easy to come by. But, like, yes. it's, it's really important. I wish that it was so much more accessible because there's yes. so many of us that can benefit from that, yeah. yeah. Or how did you know when you were ready to date? I was at a place where I, I felt ready, you know, where in a way I hadn't before. Maybe COVID had something to do with it mm. too, because you know, like I, I was here at Quarantine by myself. I, I moved I moved out here to the West Coast. So quarantine was really by myself. I, I didn't have friends really or family here. So I spent a lot of time by myself and I'm like, okay, this is enough. Like, I think I now have to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm open to having that company again. Dating and everything during like COVID has been really challenging. And so it oh, was, it was, yes, it was hard. Yeah. That. It's not navigating that. By then I had known that I was, I knew what I wanted. I told her exactly, but you know, like very directly i'm like i don't want to be your home girl i don't want to be you know i'm like this is yeah. what i want like if it's what you want you let me know and you know she was open to it. it but i was i knew i was ready when i was i could tell mm-hmm. somebody that i like i'm like this is what i don't want this is what i want like you locking know? you down yeah. communicating that i'm locking you down <laughs> 
and and you and and so you know I've that's cute yeah surround yourself with what all the things that you love that's how I sound like the hobbies that you love so with people that you love go out to the places that you like to visit and guess what that person will probably be doing the same thing mm-hmm. and then you're like hey what's up like oh you like hiking too yeah oh you like you know and then that's what it is but you you know you can't make it about the other person because at the end of the day like the most important relationship is with yourself yeah. right and so whether we're single or in a relationship you know yeah. that I, yeah that, I did find that my standards are very high as they should be as we all should be you know there's they're no, very high I have OCD too so, so what's it, so tell like what what are the main ones like what are the top damn put me on the spot well you know I'm a very active person I'm a very athletic person being athletic being able to go hiking working out or just like you don't have to do it with me but just like having that motivation of just like working out being healthy another thing is just that they believe in something higher power you know I believe in God like I wouldn't want to date someone who doesn't believe in anything like an atheist like that's that would be like out like sorry can't date you i'm into the looks a lot like pretty faces pretty face like i know people are like about the boobs and the ass and all that (laughs) shit but i'm all about the face yeah the face is like my number one like if you have a pretty face that's really what gets me like your pretty face i fall in love with who you are as a person because i i vibe a lot with people if i feel your energy and i'm just like damn like i'm fucking with it you know like that's a big one but yeah I don't know what answered your question. No, I, am I, I on your podcast? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, good to know. Yeah, yeah. So dating at work. What do you think about dating at work? Having sex at work? Have you ever had sex at work? I masturbated at work. But I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. Can't say I've had sex. I mean, no, I, I don't like... I don't made that mas- tell me about the masturbating part. So... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I work, it was a, it's a high stressful job and sometimes you just need to release and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have, I mean, and it's been, it's like, okay, cool. That was a good lunch break. <laughs> Damn, that's hot. Yeah, you have to, sometimes it's just like, you know, nursing can be I really lie. stressful. I've masturbated at work too. Yeah. See, I know. I think more people do than like they admit. Yes, you know, yes, I'm like, yes. mm-hmm. and sometimes let's, you just let's, let's normalize these and let's just change these HR. Things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like HR change shit. Let let fucking masturbation be okay. Right? right, like yeah. I'm just like yo. I'm not hurting nobody. I just need to re- release this stress right now. And you know, it felt healthy and good. And um, about like dating at work, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to date coworkers. Um, I just felt like anyone I would date at my job would be a job that I knew that I'd be willing to let go because you never know. Yeah, you know, yeah, how yeah, things go. Yeah, yeah no, like, I don't recommend. Oh, it. don't shit where you eat. Like, you'd let that your job be your yeah. job. Just playing fish in the sea. If you're like, you know, just you have to be real careful with that stuff. I'd rather not. No, yeah, no. I I dated uh, dated two people. Not not the same place, but I've dated. But I've dated people at, that I work with, and both of them turned out horrible, like horrible. Yeah. Uh, like yes, yeah, so definitely don't recommend it. Like you can catch a case, so <laughs> don't don't date people that you work with. Yeah, don't. I mean that that's the whole thing. I just I I get fired if you really want to fuck them. Get fired. Yeah, or something like yeah, just so that you you don't have to you know, and that could be just stressful because then it's like what how things don't work out, and then I have to see this clown at work every time. It's fucking yeah. awkward. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah, 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 no. No, yeah, I agree. Well, <laughs> not doing it. Masturbate, yes. Yes, masturbate, I condone. 
Dating your coworker? No. <laughs> yeah. Anything about sex and relationships, I can go all day. I have mm. stories. Like, I can make a book. <laughs> my, if I made my podcast about sex and relationships, I'd probably have, like, five years on me. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll do another one, and, and we'll see. We'll, we'll share more, more stories. All right. Well, thank you so much, Karina. I appreciate you being here with us today on RTL Reasons to Live, because, you know, sex and relationships is a reason to live and there you have it folks episode 9 of reasons to live podcast rto brought to you by yours truly laguitos stay safe today remain healthy most importantly use protection catch me on my instagram miss.laguitos or on my website at rtlreasonstolive.com i hope you enjoyed it until next time thank you very much for listening